Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to our weekly internet program. I'm your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and you're listening to Free on the Inside. Give me the microphone. Hey, man, give me the microphone. We pray that you have something to say, but not just something to say, but have some news we can use. And that's the basis of our program. Each and every week we come on here with information, with ministries, and programs that's making a difference in the lives of God's people. We're in for a great time this morning. We have a couple of guests that's going to be on this morning. Then at the end of the show, we got a treat for you. We're going to celebrate Black History Month, so we're going to wind down uh, in this program with a couple of poems for black for black history. But this morning, we'll just like to give out that call-in number so you two can join the program. That number is 310-982-4126. Please, please, please call into the program and voice your opinion. Ask about... I will ask our guests about things that they are talking about. Ask our guests how they could, how you could be involved in things they are talking about. Amen. So uh, we're getting ready to uh, have our first guest to come on the line this morning. Here we have him on this morning. But this morning went for a great treat. This morning I want to tell you this about something that's very dear to my heart. Something that's very dear to my heart, and about a man and a program that's uh, that's uh, that's dear to their heart, and how they're making a difference in the community. You know about asthma awareness, you know, and so we want to share that there with our listening audience and let our guests give you more information on there. But the next voice you're here will be our guest this morning, Mr. Norris. Good morning, Mr. Norris. Good morning, Mr. Norris. You on the net? Hey, man, uh, we don't have Mr. Norris on there right now. I think we have Brother Daniel. Good morning, Brother Daniel. Okay, we'll have Brother Daniel there. Hey, hey call if you care to, uh, to join in the conversation. You When you uh, log on or when you call in, you'll hear a prompt that says, number one, you speak to the guests, and number two, you can just listen in. So uh, be mindful of that. So just go ahead and listen in. We're going to have our guests coming up here in a few minutes. But before then, we're going to play a musical selection, and then it's going to uh, kind of uh, kind of be the basis of what we are going to be discussing today. We're going to be talking about asthma. We're going to be talking about it a program that's going to uh, be shared in the uh, Oak Cliff area uh, on the 5th of uh, March. And the time we'll let our guests share the time with them about the different events that's going to be a part of that program. But asthma is something that we have to deal with. I think uh, I can say safely that each one of us knows someone that's dealing with asthma. And uh, you yourself may have dealt with asthma at one time or another. But it's uh, but we have a, a programs in, in place to help you deal with that, also the medication to help you be able to uh, uh, manage your asthma. But without any further delay, we'll have a musical selection, and then the next voice you'll hear will be our guest. If not, I'll just keep talking. Amen. We'll get our guests on the line here as soon as possible because they uh, have a desire to be on here, so we're going to just get them a call, and, next, and then we'll go from there. So enjoy this musical selection and be back with you shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you right now 
young Donovan. He's 11. The problem we're facing right now is we're losing our children. Fathers, we need you. Can you feel me?
All right, we pray that you enjoyed that musical selection. I like that record. It says it takes a whole nation. You know what I'm in that program is about? I can't do this by myself. And so we join ourselves with other ministries, other programs to share the word. And the word is life, and the word is liberty, and the word comes from above. We're talking about the word of God. You know, uh, as we are coming to the end of another month here, you know, we've been celebrating Black History Month, you know. And black history is not only a monthly thing, but it's a daily thing because we struggle with life, you know. We struggle with Things, you know, but as uh, but being uh, men and women of God, we know that we're not alone. We know that we have a helper. We know that we have an earthly father. Sometimes we don't know who our, uh, uh, we know we have a heavenly father. Sometimes we don't know who our earthly father is, but it don't matter because God is still in charge. He sent his son Jesus to live and to uh, die for us. And not only died, but he rose again with our power in his hand. But we want to continue to uplift the uh, of men and women of God that went before us that made a difference, allow us to be here today, you know, allow us to move from the back of the bus to the front of the bus, allow us to be able to uh, uh, have decent drinking while allow us to have suitable jobs, allow us to go to college. You know, we had to be mad for it. I seen a poster the other day that said, forget about what I used to say and think about what what I'm saying. They talking about how, what Martin Luther King was saying. I said, wait a minute, I don't want to forget about that. Because he set the path for me, him and a lot of other men. I'm not going to forget about what they've done because they laid their life down for us. But, yeah, we're going to just build on what they did. You know, like a house, you don't build, you know, a, a, a foundation. You don't tear the whole foundation up just because there's a leak in the ceiling, you know, or the walls are crumbling. You know, you build on that foundation. So I encourage you men and women to build up on the foundation that have been laid by the uh, our, our ancestors and and other patriarchs that made a uh, that made a difference on the way we live in today. Without any further delay, here we have a, a, a author and a poet that's coming on, and a very dear friend of mine, and she's uh, very gifted and talented. And I am overjoyed to have her on here on this program this morning. She's no guest of Blog Talk Radio. She only been a guest. She not only been a guest, but she also is an average listener. So at, at this time, I like to introduce you. To Miss Vera. Good morning, Miss Vera. Good morning. Welcome once again. God bless you. Thank you. And as we come up on the uh, end of February here, we don't want uh, we don't want to forget about the uh, Black History Month and what have went before us, you know, and how they have laid the foundation. Now tell me now, what do Black History uh, mean to you at this time of year? The black history, you know, it's just like they say, not only a foundation, but it's our stepping stone. Because without that step, we would still be standing still. And we would still be in the same turmoil, fighting and trying and trying and trying. But with these people that came along, Dr. Martin Luther King was a cause and other people, not just them, and that paved the way for us today to live the way we are today, but we need to live more in unity. And that unity is still not there. We're still kind of divided, and we still fight it. And it's just horrible how we still fight in racism today. But um, as time goes on, people will understand that we are people too. And, uh, yes. And um, that's the thing of um, black history. You know, it's a foundation, and it's an ongoing fight, but, it's something that we shouldn't forget about. That's what it and is. That's so true. To me. That is so true. Now, now tell us about the uh, uh, some of the writing that you have done. Well, I did, first of all, this poem, as I am, and the other, straight from the heart. I wrote this poem when I was seventeen years old, and uh, I used to say it in school and in churches, uh, different churches, um, when I was in New Orleans at the time, and I was staying there and. I just, it was in the closet for a long time, and I pulled it out one day. I said, wait a minute. I said, this is my black history poem. Sometimes, you know, when you're going through things and, and um, you, 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 you kind of stumble upon stuff that you had a long time ago, I said, I think I would like to share this with people so they can um, hear my poem I wrote a long time ago, and, it's, and one is called As I Am, and it's about black woman, how she uh, describes herself and you know, how the way um, that people should accept her. Just, you know, we are people too. And the other poem, Straight from the Heart, is coming from the heart. And it's also uh, dealing with uh, the black race. So, yeah, yes, yes. and I would like to um, share it 
um, with your listening audience today. Well, go right ahead. We're excited about it. Okay, my first point, first of all, the title is In Honor of Black History. The first one is called As I Am. Will people ever accept me as humbly? Ebony describes me best. My eyes are brown and see deep into the heart of the matter. My hair is black. It's from the essence of my parents. I am strong, yet some calls me lazy. My physical structure is of a woman, but my ability carries its weight. The clothes that I wear are from my culture. It's from the mixture that blends in with where I'm from. My skin color is different, but don't judge me on it. Instead, comes from inside. But in the meantime, accept me as I am. Amen. Amen. That's a beautiful poem. That's a beautiful poem. I, I like that. You know, I tell you what, I like to use that somewhere else too, because I could share with that in our in various parts of the ministry. You know, although you get all the rights and privileges of yours, you know, <laughs> but as I, I, I am, I will send it to you. Okay, and you don't really I said it because sometimes people struggle with their identity. You know, mm-hmm. and yes. it's good to know that you know you can be accepted just where you are, just as I am. That's what I say. I would like to use that. You know, because we, I meet people, and you have too, that just you know later lost themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that poem. Now, you have another one for us before you go? Yes, it's called Straight from the Heart. Of all the bad in the world, there is still good. Of all the lies that are told, there is still truth. Of all the crime committed, justice still prevails. Of all the mishaps and confusion, there is Still understanding. Our skin may be black, but looks in the heart. In order for the black race to come together, we must first learn to live together. We, as a race, have come from a long way. We, as a race, still have a long way to go. And that's Amen. Um, my Amen, Ms. Vera. That's a beautiful poem. Thank you. Thank you for your gifting and your talent. Amen. You know, I'm always overwhelmed about the gifting that you have. Now, I will never let you lead this program without you telling us about the other books that you have authored. Thank you. Um, now, the book has been updated um, because I added, um, like, the title, Soul to Soul of Inspiration. Soul to Soul of Inspirations now is Soul to Soul of Inspirations Spiritual Poetry. So people will know this is a spiritual book, and it's poems that will bless your soul and your heart. And the other is Black Gumbo, New Orleans, The Healing of a City in Ruins, August 29, 2005, Poetic Speaking. So people will know this about this poem. This particular book is Poetry. Now, this particular book here, a short story about Eve, it was not an apple. It's still the same title, but you have to, it's a Bible study book. Although it's it's not so many pages, you have to read Genesis to get the full understanding of the book. And these books are published by American Star Books. And in order to order my books online, you could um, go to AmericanStarBooks.com. Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or Google.com, and other sites as well. Uh, these books also come in hardcover and softcover, and also on Kindle eBooks. Hey, Amen. Well, thank you very much. Then I pray I will listen to the audience. Uh, uh, go and pick those books up. I have a copy in uh, uh, about the, one about New Orleans. Uh, a city in mm-hmm. ruins, and it's a great reading and great poetry. So thank you very much, and looking forward to you continually to do what you do and share your gifting with me and my listening audience. And uh, and thank you very much. 
Oh, thank you, and I enjoy your program all the time. I said, wow. Well, and God it's bless very you. information. Oh, God, pick up these information. It's very, very informative. Well, God bless you. Now, we have our next guest that's on the line now, so please hold on and uh, be informed by our next guest. And also, have information you can use and take advantage of it. I know you will, but also uh, share it with someone. Amen. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you we'll be listening to Miss Vera. She was sharing with us some poetry dealing with uh, black history, and there's some beautiful poetry. So we pray she has been blessed. And you pick up a copy of her book there. Amen. And the next guest on the line there, uh, a good friend of mine, he's no stranger to the show. We want to thank him for what he's doing and how he's making a difference in the community and in the lives of, of men and women, young and old. And the next voice, you'll hear of Mr. Norris with PositiveBreathing.org. Good morning, Mr. Norris. Good morning, sir. How are you? It's a pleasure to be great. here. And thank you for the well, warm welcome. Well, thank you very much. You know, I'm so overjoyed that you're on the program once again to keep us up to date on what's going on in the lives of, of an asthmatic and, the, and, the, and this dreadful but manageable disease here. Amen. So introduce yourself. Tell us about your, about your ministry and your program, what you got coming up. Uh, my name, again, is Nurse Norris. Everyone knows us uh, throughout the uh, Region 2 and Region 3. There are eight regions in Texas. Uh, throughout DFW, uh, everybody calls me Nurse Norris. Well, first and foremost, we are asthma ad- advocates because we found out that 143 kids die per year from asthma. And it's from poorly managed asthma because primarily uh, a lot of things have to do with environmental. A lot of things have to do with the, the genetic background. And also a lot of things have to do with poor management, some, sometimes it's health literacy, and often the management of the disease has a cost. So, <clears throat> excuse me, that is the kind of reason why we do what we do, and we make sure that every child has access to care, and that's why we do these community events that you, you've allowed me to speak about today. Amen, amen. Now tell us about the community event. Then we're going to talk about some of the the, uh, the symptoms of, as, of asthmatics and been asthma. Okay. What we do is we have we generally have two shows per year, but we have a show coming up on March the 5th. Again, that's March the 5th, and it's going to be at South Oak Cliff High School. Again, that is March the 5th at South Oak Cliff High School. And this show is called Stumping Out Asthma. We have a step show. We already have confirmed over 18 teams. Uh, we had to kind of downsize. We didn't want to downsize, but we got up to 500 kids to participate. So this is going to be the performance at the show. Because when we say stumping out asthma, we have pharmacists, we have physicians, we have um, we have respiratory therapists, nurses, and nurse practitioners. And they walk up to the stage. They kind of tell different precipitances within the environment, which either cause asthma triggers, are asthma triggers, or affect the child's asthma. We let them know about preventative measures, and we also let them know best practices for medication, whether it's an environment of the school, the workplace, or home, because we know that children miss so many days at school, and the primary reason is because of asthma. And during that time, we have a step show, uh, and we have step shows from Pleasant Grove, HEB. We have step shows from all across Texas. And then at the same time this year, we actually have a national artist that's going to come and perform so, you know, we can get more of a community buzz to focus on what the needs are because the more people that come out, each child is guaranteed an asthma screening. We have a group of doctors coming from UNT, the University of, of Texas, and they're driving a medical mobile unit from Tyler, Texas. And all the equipment, everything provided, and the referral back to um, your doctor, which will allow your doctor to manage your asthma a bit more, and we're doing it in the heart of Dallas, right off of Marcellus in South Oak Cliff High School. Amen, amen. It sounds like a great event uh, going on now. And I want to ask you some questions regarding asthma now, uh, you know, because we know that this is a manageable disease here, but yet sometimes people feel like that there's no hope. Now, as uh, what are some of the symptoms of being an asthmatic? Often, primarily, some of the symptoms of being uh, asthmatic, Everyone knows it is wheezing. Uh, in, in our community, since we're so cultural-based, we refer to certain disease management or disease illnesses as a touch of or maybe a little bit of. So they'll say, I had a touch of asthma, and you'll hear me cough a lot. The most common sign and symptom, really, it isn't the wheeze. It's the nocturnal coughing. 
So if you have a child that wakes up throughout the night with the duration of a, a continuous cough, when they're coughing, it's causing a contraction of the diaphragm. That diaphragm is stimulating uh, one of the phrenic nerves. Uh, that, that's the primary nerve that's innervated by um, the 12 cranial nerves to, to cause respiration, the respiratory cycle to occur. Because there's an irritant primarily, a lot of people don't know what their triggers are to have the asthma attack, which causes a massive histamine release. And that's what causes that wheezing. That's what causes um, that that fluid buildup. And when they feel like they're like a fish out of water and they can't truly have that good gas exchange, these are the things that are simultaneously happening because of something environmental. It can be stimulated by exercise. It can be stimulated by fear. It can be stimulated by cat cat dander. It can be stimulated cat dander, um, roach droppings, and often seasonal change. At this community event, it's really important that they know, even though this is a primary asthma screening, we have a great support system coming out. If you think your child has ADHD and maybe it's caused by a hearing impairment, we'll have Miracle Ear there. They're going to screen all the children's hearing, and all screenings are absolutely free, and all the diagnostic equipment is board certified. All the clinicians are board certified, and with that diagnostic, if you think your child's medicine needs to be changed, whether it's the cortical steroid, whether it's the bronchiodilator, whether your child's um, on medication for ADHD, which could be Vyvanse, Concerta, Adderall, and you really think maybe his dose is too high, if you find out he has a hearing impairment, then they have to take a whole new approach to care. We'll also have vision screenings there. And we'll have Baylor there, and they'll teach weight management and prevention for uh, pre-diabetic risk. Hey, man, that's quite a bit. Uh, we have one of your uh, one of your friends and guests that's going to be a part of your program coming up next, uh, coming up in March, uh, the fifth. Hey, man, it's Young Shepherd is on the line. He's going to come on. He's going to share some things. But then I'm going to get back with you. Okay, you just hold on. Yes, sir. Amen. So, and then that way you can also uh, just chime in on some of the things that he's going to share with you also. Good morning, that young shepherd. You're on the net. Hello? Good morning. You're on the net. Welcome to our program. Hello. I'm uh, Deacon Lewis, Reverend Lewis. This is uh, Brother Daniel. Okay, Brother Daniel. Hold on there, brother. We got a young shepherd here on the line here. Just hold on. Young shepherd, good morning. You're on the net. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great. Welcome to the program. We have Mr. Norris on the line here. He's telling us about the event coming up March the 5th, and you're a part of that event, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I am. All right. Well, tell us about you, what you're going to be doing and how important it is to be involved in the life of people in the community. Well, actually, what I do is Christian rap, man. Um, I rap for the Lord, so what I do is I spread a message of hope, healing, and forgiveness through hip-hop music. I know that you know, and, and, you know, and, and there is a message of love and forgiveness in hip hop music. Sometimes people say, "Well, I can't see all that," but there is a message, and I'm glad that you're willing to share it and have the boldness to share it. Now, tell us about uh, your musical experience and how did you get to this point to where you are? How you going to these benefit uh, shows and performing? Because you could be making some money oh. somewhere else, but yet you make yourself available for something like this. Well, man, it's always been on my heart, you know, because I grew up in South Dallas in a small neighborhood called Dixon Circle. And it's always been on my heart to, you know, go back and help the community because I understand the struggle. I had a brother who was uh, autistic, and I even have a close friend who does a lot of music with me who suffered from asthma. So when she brought it up, I couldn't help but to take the opportunity because I understand, you know, firsthand understand, I, you know, how the sickness has uh, attacked our community. Now, anytime somebody want to do something profitable to even enhance the understanding of something, because, you know, the Bible say my people perish for lack of knowledge. And once you understand something, you can kind of help cure it. And that is so, so true. Was, that is so true. You, you know, young Chuck, we got Mr. Norris on the line here. We're going to bring him in in a few minutes and uh, bring him back. But I wanted to just uh, uh, just talk. What uh, uh, uh Tell us about the joy that, that you receive as you see the young people that are receiving what you had to give to share with them through gospel rap music. Well, the whole thing, I love it because, like, 
they can they understand that they don't have to be out here, you know, abusing themselves with drugs or, or, or turning themselves to an alternative lifestyle. But they can have freedom in God and have peace in God and still enjoy life. Now that gives me plenty of joy. Oh, that's oh, that's, that's that's more than enough. I want Mister hey, Mister Norris. Yes, sir. When you're putting together a program like this, and you're including rappers and artists like this here, man, tell us how, what difference it makes in the community when they see people just like themselves that's dealing with same with issue, but yet they uh, they know that there is hope and there is a way. It's really important because a lot of people focus on the disease management and the dynamics that the disease brings. Uh, the environmental effects have a cause, but understanding the core belief of people, understanding that when when you try to approach a community and you try to function within the focus of that community, you have to have every element and every dynamic in place. And what Young Shep does, what the ATM boys do, they give everyone an opportunity to have a voice. And the voice of the people brings awareness. And with the awareness, it, it allows them to have an environment to change and to acknowledge where they are. His voice, when he raps, you'll never know what child will be impacted, and it'll, it'll make them be self-aware of what they need to do to have the mirroring effect that he has on people. And a lot of people don't really understand how with open hearts and with gathered hands we have to approach the needs of a people because it just can't be done by one. You can have more degrees than a thermometer, but when you hear his passion, when you see his swag, and when you see how he's willing to push the need of someone above himself, it opens the heart of someone that I just can't touch. Oh, that is so true. Now, now, and also, I was just thinking about it gives other people the ability to do the things that they are that they have a desire to. Because sometimes we think that our our illness eliminate us or disqualify us for certain positions and certain status in life. Some young people might want to sing, but because they uh, they dealing with asthma, they feel like they can't sing on a regular basis. But you and your ministry and your program is say, hey, wait a minute, this thing can be managed and controlled. You, you know, uh, last year. Um, he, he has a wonderful manager, Miss Sunshine. Uh, she brought out so many people. When she brought out so many people that impact Dallas, like Shep, you'd be so you'd be surprised how many followers, you know, really really get a bread of life from him. The ATM boys, how their swag influences a age group that's between the ages of maybe seven to fifteen. That I may not be able to have their dress. I may not may understand the full demeanor. Or the the appropriate approach, but they open their hearts, and when they open their hearts, uh, we had mothers come to us, and they said, you know, my child three months every year because of asthma, because my child was able to learn about asthma. When they went to the doctor, they asked the questions that needed to be asked. They understood it's time for my medication refill. They understood when the medication really wasn't effective, and they needed to be reevaluated. Or with that one diagnostic that we'll give, they'll be able to take that to their doctor and make him accountable for their asthma needs. All right, all right. Now, young Chef, before I let you go here, let us uh, tell our listening audience where they can pick up some of your music and where they can follow your career. Um, I have a website called um, um, theplug.org. That's www.thaplug.org. Um, you can follow me um on Facebook at um, Reginald Young Shepherd Busby, um, and I'm on Instagram Young Shep three one six, and uh, man, my, my my website has everything and all my music, and you can follow me, man. I do want to say uh, big ups, big ups to Doctor Norris, man, for even just giving us the opportunity, man, and putting us in front of people who are actually hungry for for a message, man, and, and hungry for better, man. I really want to thank you for that. And uh, oh, also, great. I thank that's... you, Mister Joel, for even having me on the show. Oh, God bless you, man. Now, I thank you for sharing your gift and your talent with the community, and not only the community here in Dallas, but around the world, brother, because this program goes around the world. So guess what? Somebody in California, they hear about you. Somebody in Florida, they're going to know about you, and and it goes further than that. So thank you for what you're doing, how you're making a difference in the lives of our young people. Now, Mr. Norris, Mr. Norris, give us a get at the time and and date and some of the things that we can expect from this uh, program that's coming up, this event. Definitely. Uh, Young Shep, we always appreciate the love and the passion. 
Um, this program is going to be at South Oak Cliff High School March the 5th. Again, that is March the 5th b- between the times of 2 and 5. If you have a child that you think needs to be evaluated and you can't afford it, if you've had a break in employment, if you had a break in insurance, or if you think maybe your doctor just gives prescriptions and they don't manage your child's needs, South Oak Cliff or Marcellus at South Oak Cliff High School, we're going to have an audiologist there. We're going to have ophthalmology there. We're going to have 19 medical professionals from Tyler, Texas. They're bringing down a medical mobile unit. All, all the equipment, all the diagnostic service is F-R-E-E. It has no cost. Every screening is free. And uh, T.I. has sent uh, a guy out of a yoga camp. His name is um, Young L.A. He's going to perform his hit song, uh, Ain't I, Shoulder Lean, Futuristic Love. So we want all 11 feeder schools from South Oak Cliff High School. DISD has over 238 high schools. We ask that you guys flood the premises. Come get your screens for your child, whether it's audiology, whether you think your child needs glasses, whether you think your child needs to be evaluated for their asthma management. If you think your child maybe has a touch of asthma and you need to know for your professional and personal needs, if you want to limit the time that your child misses at school, if you want to up your work days, and if you want to know that your child has a higher quality of life with that diagnostic, we're going to refer them back to your physician and make sure that your physician is accountable, whether it's for the ADHD medication, whether it's for the inhaler or the cortical steroids that you think your child is using a bit too much, or you feel like your child may have a life-threatening illness if they don't have their medication on them, you'll know if your child's asthma is mild, moderate, or severe. You won't have to say, I don't, I don't think my child should play outside anymore because he has asthma. You'll learn the management needs because we'll have a live physician on the grounds that day. It took us three years to get all these things in place, and it's in the sickest zip code in Dallas. And we'll have open hearts that day, and you'll really benefit. So we've really done the best we could to get you the best clinicians to get you the best physicians out there and to make sure that we have adequate performance needs, you know, just, just to make sure that, hey, you get that exposure to that person that you always loved or what's your heart's favorite, we'll have it that day. And over 500 kids will be stepping and performing at the Stumping Out Asthma event March the 5th on Marcellus in Dallas, Texas, DFW. Hey, man, oh, that's quite a bit. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with Now, tell us now, we know with an event like this, there's a cost. Now, it, what is the cost to the recipients of all these uh, 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 things that's going on? Now, they're doing pre-sale tickets. The pre-sale tickets aren't even $5. And if you have that, uh, we have a flyer that's been going out for $5 at the door. If you have that flyer, you still pay $5 at the door. So you're not going to have to worry about the big cost of it. But come early because we've already sold out over 300 tickets. And the school seats are over 1,000, but they have over 1,200 students. And they have a minimum of 11 feeder schools. So make sure you come out that day. You get your tickets as early as you can. The kids will be stepping and performing, pouring their hearts out. But every screening is free. Every screening is free. We've already confirmed with the physician we're going to have a live physician for free that day. We're going to have respiratory therapists there. We're going to have nurse practitioners there. We're going to have community health workers there. We're going to have nurses. We're going to have uh, health leaders from Parkland. We're going to have as many people as we can on deck to help the kids that day. It took three years to put together, so we want to have it at its maximum capacity, and it will benefit you and your life plan. All right. I, swear, I, I, I thank you for sharing that because, you know, I was talking about the cost and you saying it was free. That's why I want you to get right. People love free. You know, events like that, you know, you had to pay a ton of money, a lot of money. But you said we put together free. We're just doing something that's overall, that's overhead costing $5, man. I went and bought dinner last night. I paid more than $5. You know what I'm saying? I, we, I go get gas. Yeah, well, I, I paid more than $5. $5 is nothing. Go it ahead. isn't, but $5 says accountability because you have to understand <laughs> Young Shep, ATM Boys, uh, we have uh, Casanova, uh, Oak Cliff, that's my hood. We have, we, have a, we have grandstand performers coming out, and you want people to be accountable when you reach as far as we did. We had to have somebody come from Atlanta, Georgia, yes. to come and perform. And the thing is, we want the kids to have the best. And whenever I do a community event, 
I always try to make them, the people, the participants in the community, as accountable as we are because they want the best. So we ask them to give us their best and to make sure that they do come because we want to be able to launch this as much as we can within the different neighborhoods because there's so many disparities. And, you know, not knowing, we understand that, but we want you to have the passion to push forward because often when we go to places, we have to teach asthma management by colors. So even if if you feel like maybe my literacy um, or my understanding of these things really aren't what they should be, this is the kind of day where we kind of drop down the the pride, we drop down our guard, and we make sure you get what you need so your child gets what they need because you're their voice. If If you're not willing to open your heart, they really don't have the voice they need. And it, and we don't want that to be transgenerational. All right. Let's go. Well spoken. Well spoken. As we get ready to wind down this program, I want to thank you, gentlemen, for being a guest on the program here. And, Mr. Norris, keep doing what you do because we know that asthma affects every aspect of our life. We all know someone had have asthma. We ourselves may have asthma. When I was younger, I had asthma. And they say I would outgrow it. And as I talk with you and other physicians, I learned that it was an allergy type, more type asthma. Sometimes there's different stages of asthma. And I would uh, I would like you to come back on at a later date and we'll talk about those things. You know, how, how different uh, events uh, trigger asthma. You know, just dusting around the house or in climate conditions or whatever it may be. It triggers those things. But yet you're going to educate the community about uh, awareness, uh, asthma awareness, and thank you for what you're doing. Uh, Young Shepherd. Hey, how you doing? Yes, as we get ready to wind out this program, thank you very much for once again for being a guest on the program. Now, uh, uh, music. Will music be available for us to pick up out there where we hear you perform? Yes, you'll hear me perform, and I'll have some music. I have CDs. I give away a lot of CDs, and, you know, if they want to sow, hey, God bless them. Well, God bless you. God bless you. Now, again, now, do you have a website? You're on YouTube and anything? Let us know where we can contact you or where we can get in touch with you, brother, follow your career again. All my all my information is on one site. It's called www.thaplug.org. That's www.thaplug.org. Plug the plug dot Amen. God uh, bless you. Wait a minute. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. On Facebook, we are uh, positivebreathing.org. Again, that's positivebreathing.org. We have two different uh, websites. It's asthmachasers.com, and we're bringing a, a breath of life mobile to Dallas Fort Worth area. So we've already acquired two asthma buses, and on these full asthma buses, they have two clinical rooms for treatment. We'll be able to go to each one of the housing areas within DFW, the Fort Worth area, and the surrounding 110 zip codes at an event near you. That's asthmachasers.com. If you just Google stomping out asthma, you'll kind of see the flow of the event because this is our fifth year doing an event. If you go to positivebreathing.org on Facebook or if you go to our nonprofit, our nonprofit on the Internet, you just type in Positive Breathing. Again, that's PositiveBreathing.org. And uh, the CEO is Shamara Norris. She's a respiratory therapist. We teach at daycares. We teach at churches. And we come to, to our schools and communities, and we set up the asthma management and the asthma screening. Again, that's PositiveBreathing.com. And there are a lot of mothers that have children that go to charter schools. And if your charter school doesn't have a clinician on site, a nurse on site, we also help out at charter schools, and that is PositiveBreathing.org. If you go to PositiveBreathing.org on Facebook, you send in a request. And if you think maybe the teachers don't know how to manage your child's diabetes, your child's asthma, and you want them to have a uh, in-service session, we call them asthma clinics or health clinics for teachers because we find out sometimes the teachers don't understand an emergency situation, and we don't want a child to be in harm's way because the teacher doesn't know how to respond. We do a, uh, a clinic for a lot of the teachers, and we kind of tell them how to be first, first life responders in critical situations, and that's positivebreathing.org. If you have a child that needs medical equipment, whether it be a nebulizer, if you have a child that you know their wheelchair needs to be replaced or if they have a feeding pump or if they need speech therapy, we have a case management group for children. And that is, um, that it's at Asthma Chasers, and we pour our lives into children. And it's really important that they have what they need. So give us a call. And um, our number is 469-245-7994.
And if you think your child needs to be reassigned for Medicaid, we help with that too. And that's at asthmachasers.com. Thank you, sir, for the opportunity because you helped us change the life of a child. Oh, God bless you. God bless. Before we go, we got one call on the line here that wants to uh, just say hello to you and, and just uh, find some more information. We have Brother Daniel that's on the line here. He's a co-host. Brother, da- uh, we could bring Brother Daniel in here in just a few minutes here, and then uh, we uh, and then we we'll end up this wrap up this interview here. Amen. Brother Daniel, okay. you're on the net. Good morning, Brother Lewis. Good morning. We have our guest on the line there. You say you want to say something to him? Yeah, I'd like to talk to him. Uh, I know you um, you have described different things and conditions and stuff like that, but basically, can you tell me why is there so much rise in, in, in the cases of asthma in children, but not only in children, but mostly now it's, it's, it's getting to be elderly people? Um, primarily, sir, uh, when you think about asthma, there's so many environmental triggers that a lot of people don't get the chance to approach. And a lot of people don't have uh, the supportive services that are needed to campaign this, this kind of asthma awareness needs. We've had the opportunity to teach for the EPA. And there are a lot of things that are central that we see every day that we don't say, hey, this could be affecting my lifespan or my continuum of life. A lot of times when we're riding on the road, we'll see orange day, a red day, a blue day. And we mm-hmm. teach, the, and we teach the, the teachers that when the child is at school and you see those change in air climate and the inclement climate, outdoor and indoor environment is really a big deal. So you really don't see as many kids playing outside like we used to in the 90s and in the 80s because mm-hmm. environmentally they, they'll have certain triggers. So if if it's an orange day or a red day, that direct sunlight from the ozone layer, sometimes that affects them and their, their breathing process because mm-hmm. heat and cold causes different triggers. Also, mm-hmm. environmentally, if they don't have the appropriate ventilation system, that can trigger whatever allergen is in the environment. We've actually had children that had to give themselves an EpiPen because they couldn't find out in the school, what was causing the asthma attack. And whenever you see somebody give themselves a self-epipen, it's a surge of adrenaline, and it's the equivalent of, um, like, street cocaine. So you have a child that's self-administering epinephrine at school because they can't breathe. Or or if not, at our step show, we talked about 500 kids. Now, when you have 500 kids, it's not like saying 500 people will come. It's 500 kids with over 30 classrooms, 20 20 kids per team. So they actually bring a nebulizer backstage just in case a child has an asthma attack. There's certain filters that need to be used when it impacts the uh, environment at each school. And you have to understand, sometimes when a child is in a public school system, They'll have a CNA on site, and they'll have a nurse that drives around to each one of their schools in a car. At a charter school, if they can't afford a nurse, then they have to have certain strategies if a child goes into uh, something called the, uh, it's an asthma attack that won't break. It's called status asthmaticus. So you, have, you can plan these things out, but you, the, the, the person that's the caretaker or that's around the child needs to know, is this a sign or a symptom? Is this child going into a severe asthma attack because they really only have six minutes without oxygen, and then the, mm. everybody you know dies and it causes tissue and brain death? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like having an epileptic seizure too. It's almost like the same thing. Your brain, when it does without the oxygen, and you damage tissues in your brain. You know, um, we we always let them know if you when you go to Walmart and you know that you have allergies. So many people have allergies, and they just say I have allergies. If you mm-hmm. find out something that's called a histamine blocker, primarily the histamine blockers, people talk about the Claritin, Lorazepine, the Azurtec. Mm-hmm. You just talk to your pharmacist. They have some OTCs, which are the over-the-counter medication, and they have some that are preventative. You just call them a shield that helps the mm-hmm. child. So when the child does go out and they're exposed to certain uh, pollutants in the air, um, Texas has over a uh, hundred different types of ragweed. You know, you don't know what, if that child, when they took their allergy test, what is their top fifty allergen? If they get around this type of allergy, you really only have twelve minutes to get to a fire department or EMS location if you need emergency services. So you kind of got to put that into play too, because they have certain protocols. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when, when children go into different respiratory emergencies. So knowing, should my child be on Zyrtec or should my child be on um, Loritidine? Should my child be on Claritin or Allegra? And while you talk to the doctor, should that be rotated? Because if you rotate it every six months, then you cover one of the new allergens, the new ragweeds, the new grass, you know, the, the different things that are in so many different environments because in Texas, we're in a centralized state, in, in different regions of America, it affects people. Yeah. Well, you asked my question, Brady. You know, I worked at a school, uh, in the school, public school system for over 30 years. And, you know, like I was exposed to a lot of dust and antigens and everything, you know, chemicals, you know, everything you put in the air. And I kind of suffered from, you know, little respiratory problems until I quit. And then, you know, much like I got healthier, you know. And basically, I asked myself, was I putting myself at risk working around all this, these uh, different chemicals or whatever was in the head in, in, this, in this building not working? You know, so I, I can see that the, the children are at risk by going to these schools, but basically, there's, no, basically there's nothing you can do about it because you got to have public education. That's what it is. That awareness event that we do, what it is, it lets them know environmentally, if I'm exposed to this much pollen or the antigen antibody response occurs because of something environmental that's an environmental trigger, what can I do personally to make sure that I manage my environment? And that's what we talked about, different types of uh, preventative medications like the Claritin, the Allegra, the Zyrtec, um, what it does is it lets them know while I'm in environment, I'm in this environment, what is it? There's actually a test that they do uh, whenever they do a home evaluation. A lot of people don't know that they have mold, and mm-hmm. mold sets off a lot of different asthma attacks. So what they do is they do an environmental evaluation for that level of mold. Uh, they're structuring a program where if you have so many EMS calls because of asthma that, that they'll have a person do a walkthrough through your home and they'll do a test for different types of mold and different types of allergen. And a lot of times if they don't change the filters within their ventilation system, their filters can harbor things that could cause to have those allergens. And a lot of times people won't know uh, Fabuloso. Fabuloso, it has such a potent, like you said, the cleaning products, it triggers mm-hmm. asthma attacks. Certain different types of chemicals, perfumes, they trigger that severe asthma attack. But if you mm-hmm. know that is in your environment, that's when you can switch. Uh, Claritin and Loritidine, Loritidine is a $3 version, um, they, and Zyrtec is a $3 version to a lot of the expensive uh, medication. And a lot of times, uh, you talk to your pharmacist, they can give you Sudafed over the counter. And Sudafed is actually, uh, it, it can be bought as long as it's um, you're educated by the pharmacist, and that will stop the uh, congestive component. And you just ask your doctor, and he'll let you know, you know, maybe you need to add a decongestant to this allergy medication so you don't have the wet eyes, the runny nose, you know, the respiratory uh, problems that come from having excess mucus drainage and deposit. Mm-hmm. What you do is you make sure that you shield yourself because you're, you may be exposed to a certain cat dangerous, and a lot of times when we do in-home care, because we have an in-home asthma program at asthmachasers.com, again, that's asthmachasers.com, we make sure that your machine is functional. If you have a child that has a nebulizer, the time to find out that that nebulizer does not work is not at 3 o'clock in the morning. The time to know the child's nebulizer works is maybe before or after school when you do your spring cleaning. If you mm-hmm. hear that, Lives are making a noise that it should not be making, and it's been past two years, and your child is on Medicaid. You can request from a DME company to get a new machine if you know that that, that maintenance of that asthma needs to be maintenance by your child's nebulizer. Let somebody know again at asthmachasers.com or at positivebreathing.org because DME equipment can be replaced by Medicaid every 18 to 24 months. You need to know that if it needs to be updated, get a new nebulizer. If you're going on a vacation, take that nebulizer with you. If your child has severe asthma, evaluate the allergy shots. Do a patch test. If they do do the patch test, you'll find out the top 49 allergens that your child has. And, And for the parents that have children that they know they have severe asthma, and they miss more than 7 to 12 days. 
throughout the year. It's called an immunocat. Please remember that name, immunocat. Ask your doctor, can you please do an immunocap on my child? When you ask them that, they're not going to understand how you know what an immunocap is. They're going <laughs> to ask all right you. It's yeah. great. And Dr. Norris, uh, thank you very much. We're about ready to wind down this program. Again, tell us the, uh, the date of the event and the time, and uh, give us a, uh, your location again. Because uh, we, we want our listening audience to know, hey, this thing is available. Say, hey, I missed it. No, you didn't miss it. We said it enough time to catch it. So once again, give us a date and the event. The date of the event is March the 5th. The date of the event is March the 5th at South Oak Cliff High School in Dallas, Texas. All asthma screening and diagnostic screening is free. If you have questions about tickets, that number is 469-245-7994. If you want to look at it on Facebook, it is positivebreathing.org. If you want to see the event from the year before, just type in Stomping Out Asthma. Again, that is Stomping Out Asthma. Amen. Well, thank you very much. It's been a great interview. Uh, and Nurse Norris, we love you to come back again. Uh, what we're going to do is try to get you targeted for the uh, Asthma Awareness Month. When is the month that we uh, just talk about asthma? There's a, a time set for just Asthma Awareness Month? That is May, the month of May. We generally do a second event, but this was our biggest event that we've been doing. That is the month of May where we go to the schools, and we actually have another health fair on March the 24th, and that's when we do all the charter schools because, you know, wherever there's the greatest need, we make sure that we're there for the children. The different of the state okay, is going to be March. Uh, March. The, I'm sorry, the month of, the month of May, but our, our coming event is on March the 5th at South Oak Cliff High School between 2 to 5. Okay, great. I tell you what, we're going to pencil that in our calendar. We're looking forward to speaking with you, and thank you for doing what you do. Uh, we lost our guest there, Brother Daniel. Okay, great. I, I, we lost our guest there. I Man, that was a great interview there, Brother. And, you know, our hat goes off to the person that was being rendered for our guest. And uh, and for what, what God is doing, man, we had uh, Miss Vera was on, gave us some black poetry, man, to wind uh-huh. out for the month of uh, February, man. And we had asthma awareness. Uh, event that's coming up here March the 5th So I'm excited about what God is doing And thank you Brother Daniel As we get ready to close out man You got a few words before we let you go Yeah um, you know, It's been a real tedious week In Dallas this year This, this week uh, I'd like to ask everybody You know uh, If you got the ability to use your voting Your voting rights Please do it you know what I'm saying, Reverend Lewis? If yeah, you yeah, I vote, you. Come on, yeah. You, got, you got the right to vote. Please do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asking you who to vote for, but please vote. I heard that. Right. We have to vote. Oh, right, right. We, this, we, is, this, is black, this is Black History Month. And, you know, all these people that we represented and we, we're talking about, but in order for them to do what they did, they had to suffer a lot yeah. of times. And, and that is so true. I, I shared that at the beginning of the show that we don't want to ever forget about what people have done for us in the past. You know, and they, what they done, they laid the foundation for what we're able to do today, the jobs, the houses, or whatever it may be, because of other men and women went out before us. So we want to be mindful of that. All right, Brother Dan, we're about ready to get out of here, man. We know we try to be respectful and obedient to our time here. We got about two minutes before we get out of here. Uh, do you have any black poetry you'd like to share with us? No, I'm not going to stay with Miss Vera today. She, she has some wonderful poetry, man. Oh, yeah. I really we had a great that, show. Baby. Yeah. Well, thank yeah, you. So thank basically, you. What, what's going on with you, Rem Lewis? Oh, nothing at all. That we're, going, we're going over to the other. <laughs> Well, I'm just a servant, though, Brother Daniel. I very seldom ever talk about myself when I'm involved in another. After the program, in about uh, two hours, we're going over to Cre- to Creekside Apartment, and we do a mentoring program and uh, a, tr- a computer training program. We'll go over there and share with, our, with the residents and all that comes over, young and old, about how to repair a computer, how to remove a virus, how to uh, change out various components on the computer, because we believe in empowering people. And so we want to share that with We never know out of an event like that, the next great scientist or the engineer 
a congressman. Mm-hmm. Like, just a great citizen, man. That's another man of God, man. It, it feels like that. So, now, someone taught me. When I was yeah. a little kid, people invested in me, man. So uh, I uh, sometimes I wish I could see, uh, uh, let them see that their investments was uh, was still working today, man. That they invested. We call that passing the torch, brother. Yeah, and that's, that's what we should do. You pass with other people, you know, whatever gift you have, you pass it on to the next generation. Brother Danny, we're finna get on out of here, brother. We got to close out the word of prayer. Thank you once again for listening to Free on the Inside. Thank you for being a supporter of this program. I want to thank the guests for coming on this morning. Here we had Nurse North from Positive Breathing talking about the event that's coming up for March the 5th at, at uh, South Oak Cliff School there. And he got quite a bit of artists that's going to be over there. He got quite a bit of uh, things that he's going to share with the uh, community uh, Asthma awareness event. You know, let's take advantage of these things here. Let's see what the, uh, what's going on. Let's learn to manage our asthma. Thank you, Brother Daniel, for the question that you was rendered. Thank you, Miss Vera, for the poetry, that black poetry. Thank you. It's a great way to close out the month of February. Let's go before God with thanksgiving and, and just thanking him for another day. Gracious and heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for what we experienced this morning, dear Lord, how the guests came on this morning. They shared with us, dear Lord, some things that we, that we deal with, that we know other people deal with, asthma, dear Lord. Asthma. Sometimes asthma feel like that uh, that uh, that there's no hope, there's no way out, there's no comfort. But uh, Mr. Norris told us that we can manage this dreadful disease, dear Lord. But we know that you're in charge of everything. Give us the mindset and the willingness, dear Lord, to follow up on on the information that we uh, listen to today. We thank you for Young Shepherd, dear Lord, how you're using young people to minister to young people, dear Lord. Let them hear your words, dear Lord, in the songs and, and the performance, dear Lord. Let them see that it's you, dear Lord. It's you that's in charge of everything. Dear Lord, as we get ready to wind down this program, we ask you to be with each and every one of us today. We pray that what we do makes a difference in the lives of someone. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you, our brother Daniel. God bless you. As we get ready to get out of here, brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen. And remember yeah. that this is the day that the Lord had made. Let us rejoice so we still and be glad in it.